hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Get Well podcast. I am your host, Serena Lewis. And before we dive in today, I just want to say thank you so much for all the listeners, the followers, and those who are constantly sharing my podcast. I appreciate that and sending so much love and light your way. Um, I just want to say that this is my fourth-ish podcast, and I know you can edit. (laughs) I'm getting used to the whole editing thing, and I will get better at it. And I kind of like the pauses in my episode because I feel like they give you a moment to kind of think and process and take it in. So I do like that, but I'm going to get better at it. So it's a more enjoyable experience for your ears. But today's podcast is going to be a little bit more interactive. So if you're able, grab a journal, grab a pen. You may have to pause the episode here and there to kind of um, process the information and the knowledge that I'm sharing with you. So... Last week, I did a five-day holiday health challenge, and um, those who signed up or part of my wellness letters had the opportunity or follow me on Instagram had the opportunity to join that. But I feel like this information that I shared and the steps that I shared in this challenge is so important, and I want everyone to be able to have access to this information, and so that's why I have created this podcast for you today. So... In this challenge, if you want to do it as a challenge, you can, but in the challenge, we really got clear on um, this season's values. So our own values such as boundaries, protecting our mental health, emotional well-being, and physical health. We talked about roadblocks and how we can change negative patterning and behavior. We talked about the importance of everything in moderation and how to keep the momentum going. So we're taking solid steps now. So when we enter into January, we don't end up back in square one. So we're beginning to set the stage to set these big intentions for the year. So this is a holiday health challenge. And I'd like you to just think about for a moment, what does being healthy mean or look like to you? It may look like a complete mental and social and physical well-being. It could be that your body feels good, mind, body, spirit, soul. What does health mean to you? Find out your definition, figure it out, look it up, research it. And what does being healthy mean to you? For me, it means to feel good and my physical body, my mental body, and my spiritual body have no aches, pains. Um, My mind feels good. I have clarity. I have understanding. I'm able to channel and, um, and understand my emotional state. And spiritually, I feel like when I'm spiritually healthy, I'm able to connect to the divine more easier and synchronicity happens for me. So that's what that means to me. So maybe you want to stop, journal, what does that mean to you? So I'm going to ask that in order to step forward with your goals for January, you get clear on your own values and how you'd like the remainder of 2021 to reflect those values. So some of values that are very important for me this time of year is my time with my loved ones. I want to be able to spend time with those who I love and making sure though that I'm also making time for myself. I am equally part introverted and extroverted. So I feel like 
equally, I, I need to make sure that I am being social and I'm not hibernating and I'm not spending too much time for myself. But I also, when I'm around people all the time, I get very burned out and I don't feel like I have energy and I get tired and annoyed. So I have to have enough time to also spend with myself. I also feel like it's very important for me to set boundaries when I'm going to my childhood home. As a child, I was a very different person than what I am now. And I feel like when we step back into that role as um, into our childhood home, we kind of step into the role as a child and people start treating us differently as if we were a child, but we're actually grown ass adults now and we actually have boundaries. So I feel like when we step into that place, we can kind of forget are boundaries. And that might be boundaries with food, boundaries with other people. And um, we have to make sure that we set those and we keep making those like clear to other people. And I feel like it's also very important for me to protect my mental and emotional health this time of year. A lot of people, you know, come down with seasonal depression or get very sad because those people that maybe no longer around anymore, especially since COVID happened. A lot of people have lost a lot of loved ones. And I think that making sure that if you're feeling sad or if you're feeling any kind of negative emotions, um, that you talk to someone and you vibrate that out, whether that be a friend, a therapist, or um, even spark up a conversation with me. Um, I've been there and I have experienced a lot of loss this year. And so feel free to reach out to me. But I also think that anxiety is another big one. And making sure that you have control over that holiday rush feeling that we get and the social anxiety that some people may have, especially with being around family, that can be very hard. So making sure that you're handling that in a way that you typically do normally whenever you're in those situations. And I feel like during the holidays, we type we typically kind of forget self-care and we forget um, how we used to handle things, if that makes sense. So stepping back into yourself and asking, how do I protect my mental and emotional health? Um, so yeah, solitude. Some people have are always constantly around people. Maybe their holiday time is to kind of go into solitude and just reflect. And this is what the winter time is in general. It's a time to just reflect on all the craziness that has happened this year and to reflect on what's working for you and what isn't working for you. So our values or priorities are going to value person to person. Yours are going to be different than mine. So take some time to think about what will you be proud to have experienced this holiday season? Get crystal clear on your values or your priorities and really think about long term. Think about sustainability. Thinking about these, letting these goals or these values or priorities be something that you can actually achieve and that are attainable for you. And um, make sure that you uphold these values. And again, I talked about a little bit about forgetting our values and priorities when we step into um, Christmas Day or we step into our childhood home. So put sticky notes if you need to on your car mirror, on your mirror in your house. Maybe set reminders on your phone to go off at the times that you're going to be around your family. And, ask, and that way you can remind yourself to uphold these values and priorities that are dear to you. So that will help set the stage for January. After you get clear on your boundaries, it is important to then pick the low-hanging fruit, the things that are 
easy, easy to do. So set the bar low for yourself, not because you can't do more than what you can do, but let's be realistic. It's the holidays and it's hard to get shit done and stay on track during the holidays. So pick things that are easy for you. And that is going to help you change your behavior. That's going to help you have those mindset shifts. And that's going to set you up for success. When you pick things that are easy for you to do or choose a low-hanging fruit, that's going to provide you with a feeling of accomplishment. And that is really impactful. It will make sure you're picking things that are very doable for you. So you can choose anything to do under the sun, but make sure that it aligns with the values that you have set. Maybe it's that you're going to drink a glass of water before every meal. Maybe it's going to be that you have a cup of tea to stimulate your digestive system when you eat. Maybe it's that you're going to add more servings of fruits and vegetables to your day. Maybe it's going to be that you're going to increase your physical activity by 10 minutes. Um, Maybe it's you're going to make sure that you're eating more protein at your meals, sticking to one alcoholic beverage a day. Maybe it's that you're going to take three deep breaths before you eat to – set you into the zone so you don't overeat. Whatever it is, make sure that you're focusing on the big picture and you don't have to be that precise with it, meaning you don't have to say, I'm going to eat 25 grams of protein at each meal or whatever it is, um, but let it be attainable. So choose one behavior that you can focus on from now until the end of the year. That's what's going to set you up for success. So I need a little bit more structure when it comes to reaching my goals and um, upholding my values and my priorities. And so I want to discuss roadblocks. And this is going to kind of help you bring a little bit more tactical strategies into your life, especially when these types of situations come up. For example, like social events. When social events come up, that's typically when people like, you know, they're not eating the way that they normally eat um, or when they receive negative feedback from other people about what they're doing. Ugh, the keto diet, why are you doing that? Like stuff like that. Um, when you feel social pressure, when maybe you have a hard time when it comes to planning and you're really not good at planning or scheduling time and things like this. But you want to focus on the biggest roadblock that is going to make – that it makes the largest negative impact currently in your life. So the hardest thing for you right now, you want to pick that one because that's going to be the one that is more useful useful to you. So ask yourself, what is the biggest roadblock for me? And pick a behavior to implement. So, and only choose one behavior, one thing that you're going to do, one strategy that you're going to do and get really, really detailed on it because that's going to help you when you're faced with that situation. So maybe it's that you need to start cooking more leftovers or cooking more leftovers, cooking more food so you have more leftovers. Maybe it's that on Sundays you're going to order your meal so you can focus on meal prepping on Sundays or cooking or going to the gym or doing an active rest day, whatever that is. Maybe it's that you need to have a direct conversation with the loved one, with your loved ones about your goals and your priorities. Maybe it's that you need to prepare responses to the naysayers and the negative Nancys out there who pressure you or who put you down. Um, maybe you need to do your grocery shopping on Monday. Maybe you need to set reminders on your phone to breathe or to remember your mantra or your affirmation. Maybe you need to wake up 10 more minutes earlier to meditate. Maybe you need to, when you get home, change right into your athletic wear so you're more inspired to go to the gym. Whatever it is, make a plan, develop a strategy, and remember to only pick one thing. 
So moderation is also very important, especially when it comes to food. So, oh my gosh, my favorite holiday snacks definitely have to be cookies and milk. And my mom makes the best like cheese and crackers and dips. And oh, I love that. But everything in moderation, I feel like you can still be stressed out eating a salad. And so really it doesn't matter what you're putting in your body during the holidays. It does matter how much, but it doesn't matter what you're putting in your body as long as you don't feel bad about eating it. So I think it's very important for you to get clear on what your non-negotiable foods are this holiday. Usually mine are macaroni and chicken tenders that I will have a, if I want macaroni, I'll have macaroni, but I'll have it in moderation. I'm not going to eat a whole bowl. I think that when we start restricting ourselves and we have that restriction mentality, that's when we binge eat and we eat all the cookies, you know? So it's okay to have some in moderation. And so pick your foods that are your non-negotiable foods that you that you love to have during the holidays. Maybe it's cookies, maybe it's the cheese and crackers, the dips. Whatever it is, think about those foods that are your non-negotiables and I'd pick like three to four foods that you're going to allow yourself to have. I think that that's healthy and it's a part of life to eat the foods that you enjoy in moderation. And um, your body and your brain tend to rebel when you eat the same thing over and over and over again. So it's your thoughts about the food that you eat and how you eat them. You know, do you eat them and feel bad for yourself while you're eating them? That's not good. So making sure that you're eating the foods that you love to eat. So again, make a list of the foods and beverages that you really, really love that maybe aren't so healthy for your body or your mind in large quantities. And remember, pick the things that bring you joy and eat them in moderation. I think the next important thing to do is to really, really celebrate your wins. Notice after you've put all this stuff into action, you've written it down and you're ready to apply it. At the end of the year, reflect on how your holidays went. If you had two cookies instead of the usual five, that's a win. If you decline food you'd normally eat based out of scarcity or habit, that's amazing. If you've had a glass of water before every meal, that's awesome. If you included more vegetables and protein in your meal, great. If you um, woke up 10 minutes earlier to meditate, even better. So celebrate your wins. It is very important to recognize yourself for the things that you did do versus the things that you didn't do. And that's what's going to keep you continuing to do these things, like taking care of your body. So if you feel like you'd like a little bit more help and you're ready to start January off on the right foot and you feel like you need a support for the next couple of months um, at the beginning of the year to set your goals and put them into action, then check out my Get Well program. My Get Well program is an online online 12-week group coaching program that starts in January of uh, 2022. And I'm super thrilled for it. I only have two more spots left. So um, sign up. Check out uh, wellwithserena.com and click the Get Well program to learn more about everything that we do in this 
program, we talk about healing our relationship with food, gut health. We talk about the science of the gut metabolism. We also talk about um, how to heal relationships. We talk about boundaries. We talk about sleep. We talk about how to build healthy routines that you actually love to do. We talk about fitness. We talk about um, yoga. We actually talk about how to develop a sustainable meditation practice. We talk about the importance of the breath. We dive into philosophy and we talk about sex, crystals, and all sorts of things. This is an awesome, awesome program. And check out at Well With Serene on Instagram or check out my website at, uh, at www.wellwithserena.com. And again, thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a happy, happy holidays.